are tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. In this day. This beautiful Monday. A brand new week. Yes. All this week we'll be talking about servanthood. Yes. Were you a servant? Have you served the things of God? Have you served your brothers, your sisters, your neighbors, your community? Have you served? Have you imparted into the earth realm what has already been laid out in heaven concerning you? Have you served? That's a good question. And, and, and we have to have the answer to that question. Have you served? Mm-hmm. If you and I stand before God in heaven and we're just ready to celebrate, but before the celebration starts, he asks us a question. He said, while I send you to earth and you spend 60 years or 70 years or 80 years on earth, now tell me, did you serve? And I wonder what the answer will be. And so I'm, I'm reflecting in that, Pastor Dan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because Christianity is all about serving. Everything about Christianity is serving. Jesus is our example. He lived a life. Of service. Mm -hmm. He lived a life of complete service. When we study the life of Jesus Christ, everything that he does is to serve mankind. He did not come to be served by us, but to serve us. And he teaches us. And then he says to us, all authority is given unto me. Go now and do what? Likewise. Mm -hmm. I've shown you the example, so do it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the that's the that's the so I am so excited about this week uh, make your day count because I think we're hitting on a very important subject and we need to do it and understand and we need to become a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. when we stand before him we need or before we leave here we need to conclude our life by saying sum it up I have done I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I've finished what I come here to do. And now I'm going to my father. Mm-hmm. Okay, first. Yeah, we must have hope in the in the precepts, the precepts of God concerning us. In Psalm 119, it talks about God's law. It talks about his statutes. And those are general. Those are unto all. But then there's this other word that David lays out. He said, your precepts, O Lord. Those are the pre conceived words Mm. that were written in the books of heaven concerning you before conception, the precepts, the way that is right for you, the steps that were ordered for you. Those are the precepts. And when we walk in the precepts, when we do the things that God has sent us in the earth to do, to serve one another, to use our giftings to benefit not only the body of Christ, but all humanity as we use our giftings, our talents, our position, 
our purpose. God has put us in different positions. He's put us in different places um, throughout our days. You know, when we're on the work site or we're in the church or when we're in the community, when we're at the grocery store, when we're just driving down the road. You know, you could light up somebody's day just driving down the road. You know, when you make eye contact with somebody at a light or something, you just smile. You don't know. We don't know what people are carrying, especially in this day. So wherever we are, we must be the light, the precepts, the pre-steps. Come on. The cons- before we were conceived, what was cons- the word, the concept, the heavenly concept regarding our conception. There's a heavenly concept regarding your conception. What is right for you? you. The steps that were pre-ordered for you. And when we do those things, we walk at liberty. We walk in joy. Psalm 119, verse 44 and 45 says, So shall I keep your law continually forever and ever, and I will walk in liberty, for I seek your precepts. When we seek God's precepts, his preordained steps for us, we're walking in liberty. And then the byproduct of that is we're also walking in accordance with his law and with his statutes because he's leading us in the way that is right, that is right for us, and that is right for establishing the vision that he already pre-wrote in the books of heaven. David said, Behold, in Psalm 40, verse 7, Behold, I found the place where it was written of me in the scroll. Yes, and and, and the fact of the matter is that when we have an encounter with God, when we have an encounter with God, we also have a heart Mm -hmm. of service. Mm -hmm. Our heart becomes a heart of servanthood. We can't do it unless we have an encounter with God. Having an encounter with God, then we can do life together. And we can do life right. But the, but the basic, in order to, for us to be an effective servant of the Lord God, we must be born again. Mm-hmm. And that's in Psalms chapter 37, verses 3 and 4, that about our hearts being meshed with yeah. the heart of God. Yeah. Because only when our heart is meshed with the heart of God will we have the desires of our heart. Because the own desires of our own fleshly heart are evil. So when we, God, we don't, God doesn't want that to be our portion, the desires of our fleshly heart. So when our heart becomes meshed with the heart of God, then we receive the desires of the heart. In Psalms chapter 37, verses 3 and 4, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Yes. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the, the desires desire. of your heart. That's right. Too Come many on. times we say, oh, God, give me the desires of my heart. Well, which heart? That evil heart? That fleshly heart? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is it the heart that's been meshed with God, the heart that desires to do his will, to fulfill his precepts, to fulfill everything that has already been written about you in the scrolls of heaven? Yes. I, uh, we need uh, to have our heart changed. And our heart can only be changed when we have an encounter. And when I say I have an encounter with God, uh, let's break it down. We must have a word encounter. Mm -hmm. We must have a what? Word Word. encounter. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to have an encounter Mm -hmm. with God. And one is thinking, oh, it's going to be some supernatural, you know, some spirit floating around. And you hear voices, and that's it. I 
believe that in our lifetime, in our days where we are living, an encounter is through the word of God. Mm -hmm. David, uh, give us an example. He says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I will not what? Sin against your Lord. And he continued. He says, your word is a lamp and a light unto my path. And he continued, your word gives the entrance of your word give light. So, servanthood, to be effective, one must have an encounter with the word of God, have a word encounter. And John uh, chapter 3, and if you listen to our program, you know that's one of my favorite scripture. The encounter that uh, that uh, Nicodemus have with God, and, and the born again experience. Mm -hmm. So, if we look at it this morning from John chapter three, we refresh our mind. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do, unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So, there's no way we can see the way God does things unless we have a born-again, what? Experience. We have to have a born-again experience. And a born-again experience is simply having an encounter with the Word of God. Now look at Luke. Luke. Luke chapter 1. Mary encounter. Let's look at Mary have an encounter. And what propels her, the word encounter. Mm -hmm. Look at Luke chapter 1 this morning. We have a devotion. Luke chapter 1 and uh, 26. Start on 26 quickly. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph yeah. of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice. Highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth the son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? What similarity? We find a similarity, right? Mm -hmm. Right here, the similarity between John, no, between Nicodemus and Jesus. 
You remember? Mm -hmm. Jesus says, you must be born or what? Again. Again. Nicodemus says, how can this be? Mm -hmm. How can a man be born a second mm -hmm. time? So look at, the, look at the parallel. I want to give a parallel mm -hmm. scripture. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Here, two encounters. And Jesus says to Nicodemus, unless a man be born by the spirit and by the water. And we know the word produced the spirit. All right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit come will come upon you, yes, right. and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that holy therefore also that, that holy one. one who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Mm -hmm. Now indeed Elizabeth your relative has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Come on. Then go. Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according yeah. to your word. Yeah. And the angel departed from her. Right there. <clears throat> what did Mary say? Let this be. Let it happen mm -hmm. by your word. Mm -hmm. According to your word. According to the word. I serve according to the word. Mm -hmm. I do the things according to the word. Let it be unto me. Mm -hmm. Love one another as I love you. I practice love according to the word. Mm -hmm. I see that our time is gone. <laughs> we we got to pay this up tomorrow. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard, right here in the city of Coco. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. to love.